Welcome to Inspiring People and Places, where we interview national leaders in the architectural, engineering, construction, and development industry in an effort to educate, innovate, and inspire industry professionals to disrupt the status quo, improve their project teams, and steward public and private investments more effectively. I'm your host, BJ Kramer, President and CEO of MCFA. All right, we are back with a, another solo podcast with yours truly. A couple of things I want to hit today. I don't know if this will be short or long. I, I am lo- known to be loquacious at times, especially on some of these topics, but three things today, today, as this recording will drop, I'm recording this on August 11th, but it'll drop on August 16th, which happens to be my birthday. So I have thoughts on birthday reflections. It's also the last day of our summer internship program. So I want to talk about interns. And then last, we have an announcement, pretty big announcement at MCFA related to some of the discussions I had about our, our EOS and our evolution of our company that I'm going to talk about and, and hopefully activate all of you in our network to help help our team. So let's start with the birthday. My birthday falls right here, dab in the middle of August, which in the Northeast is the beginning of the end of summer. Growing up, the summer swim season, as most of you know, I was a swimmer all through my life. It, the love of swimming started on the in the summer swim club, but the championship season would end right around August 7th, first, first weekend of August. And then we would actually get our summer. So there was no swimming from August 7th till probably right after Labor Day. <clears throat> Good three, four week span. And schools in the Northeast typically go back to school the Tuesday or Wednesday after Labor Day. So my birthday's always been this time of like refresh, reflect, rejuvenate, and get ready for the new school year, back to school supplies, back to school clothes. It's just kind of a fresh new start, not unlike the new year. So I don't know if other people look at their birthday this way. Maybe maybe this is a good time of year for you to to do a kind of mid-year review, being refreshed and and hopefully a little more relaxed coming off of summer. So I pull out the same kind of format I go through at at new year which I've I've talked about before, which is really an evaluation because I'm a big believer in experience, but experience is not the best teacher. Evaluated experience, reflective experience is the best teacher. So we can't actually learn and grow if we're not reflecting and evaluating the experiences we've had through the year. So think about you know what what should be remembered from this year? What should be forgotten? What, what do I need to leave behind? What habits do I have to get rid of? Maybe there's accounts or relationships that you know we learn from but we've got to move on from maybe there's risks we took that didn't pay off like we thought they would but there were lessons learned there and we can continue to invest in those risks or or those directions that we're taking ourselves or or our companies our careers or our families so what should be remembered what should be forgot the best way to do this is again to review your calendar Review your, review your calendar because most of us live live by our iPhones or our, our, our devices. 
I happen to be an iPhone guy, but but a Windows computer. So whether it's Outlook, Google Calendar, take a look and just peruse through your calendar and then take a look and peruse through your pictures. And I think this allows us to take those events that were kind of the pinnacle events of the year and prioritize them and and really soak them in and and be appreciative and grateful that they happen and then also motivate you to make sure that they continue to happen and whether that's family vacations or date nights or team outings make sure that those things you know continue to happen evaluate your your habits evaluate how you spend your time through the day my son it's it's 7:15 on a on a friday morning and my son said to me as i was leaving the house why do you always have to leave so early? And I'm evaluating that. I'm trying to figure out what's what's the best time to make sure I can get ahead at work, I can be with my family at home. So I'm thinking through that one just as a as a live fire opportunity. So I'm I'm looking through I'm looking through my daily calendar ideal week. I've been trying to work on an ideal two weeks because we've got a lot of things going on and some of my some of my calendar is a biweekly battle rhythm versus a weekly battle rhythm and i'm i'm lining that up with both my family's schedule our company schedule our family plan our company plan kids sports school activities my wife's work schedule pick up drop off all of that so again experience is not the best teacher evaluated experience is the best teacher and if we if we continue to think we have things to learn and areas to improve, we will continue to learn and improve. If we think we've got it all under control, um, I, I think one, you're crazy, and two, you're probably going to start shrinking and not growing. So next is going through just the different areas of life. I kind of a, a life evaluation in these different areas and. Whether you give yourself a grade one to 10 or an ABC, I think it's just important to look at what's going on in this area of my life. Am I prioritizing it enough? Am I not prioritizing it enough? Do I want to prioritize it more? And typically, you can't take on more than two or three of these areas per quarter to really focus in on, especially when most of us already have full plates. So, introducing 10 hours a week of of exercise and diet regimen in an already packed schedule is going to be difficult to just flick on that switch. Different from that is every week I'm going to start prepping my food so I take so I eat out less, save money and eat better food at work or eat at all. So that that one to three hours on a Saturday or Sunday for prepping the food is a lot different than 10 hours of all of these things, as an example. So here's what I look at, faith life. Some people call it spiritual meditation, Bible reading or, or spiritual reflections or prayer life. So faith life, marriage life, I talked about date night, I talked about you know communication in in. I'm probably preaching to the choir for most of you, but when you're busy, 
and you're managing a household and managing kids of any age and all of their activities, the communication, you know, that might happen over text message and doesn't have all of the all of the richness of sitting down and, and really focusing, that's that's an area of marriage life that I want to continuously prioritize. So communication. Uh, family life, so or I'm sorry, marriage life, family life, which is different than marriage. Family life is us as a team, as a unit, me and my individual relationships with each of my kids, our collective relationship as a family. Office life, that's what's going on at the office. Am I spending too little time, too much time in certain areas? You know, across the board, we've got kind of marketing and sales operations and delivery, finance and admin, talent, recruitment, development, training. We've got, you know, am, am I being clear enough in the vision? Am I spending enough time with our developing our leaders? Are our leaders spending enough time developing our next leaders? And then inside of operations, we've got a lot going on. And having just the right pulse, but but giving everybody the room to grow is something I'm always evaluating. Digital life. This is screen time or, or device time. That's that's TV and Netflix time. That's which side note, Paramount Plus. I I have I'm, I do not watch a lot of TV, but when I find a great TV show, I, I I do try to get into it with with my wife Natalie. And the Lioness recommended me recommended to me by a buddy this week has been very good. So it's kind of Homeland meets something. I don't know. But pretty good. Lioness on Paramount Plus. But TV, phone, tablet, computer. How much time are we spending behind the screen? How addicted am I to uh, email or text or Instagram or just the the ever presence need to respond to the uh, to the inbox, LinkedIn. Some people call this ministry. Some people call this service. Some people call this community. So community life. Am I giving back enough? Am I giving back too much? Is what I'm giving back fulfilling and aligned with who I am, who I'm trying to be? So looking at our, you know, where we're where we're giving back is important to me. And and it ties to family. I one of the things I'm involved a lot in boards, but we don't do as much as a family in contributing our time towards different missions or volunteer events. Speaking of which, this this Saturday, Jesse Gimberling Johnson, our director of talent development and recruitment, has a organization, Fish for Life. So I want to give him a shout out for that. Again, I wish I had prioritized that as a family event. We're not able to make it, but I'll I'll put that in the show notes. So community service, financial life. You know, are are we are we budgeting? Right, the two biggest two biggest things we have to budget in our life are time and money. So, are we budgeting? Are we tracking our income? Are we spending above our means or below our means or or right where we want to be? Are we planning appropriately for different range goals? Shout out to Lieutenant Colonel Hewitt. He is Richard Hewitt was was my econ. I forget what the class was, but he really pounded this into our head. So evaluating budget, earning, spending, saving, giving, investing, social life, 
Am I spending time with the right friends? How much time am I spending with friends? And and extended family, in my case, we we are closest friends are our family. And then kind of the 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 mental or academic, am I stimulating myself? Am I reading enough or or growing enough? Should I take a class? Should I, should I, you know, look into a certification? Should I attend a conference? You know, really exploring that. And with that, the creative side of that, you know, I think everybody has some level of creator in them. There's a great book, The E-Myth, and he, he says everybody has some parts of entrepreneur, manager, and technician. And I, I probably am stronger towards the entrepreneur and, and the creative and vision side, but I also love making sure everything's organized and and we've got a pulse on it and we've got dashboards. That's a bit of the systems engineer manager in me. And then the doer or the technician, I also I also love doing the work and and balancing that but making sure I'm leaving room for the creative, dreaming, planning for the future, thinking about how could we do things different. But so so that's kind of creative academic. And then last, but certainly not least, is physical. That's fitness, that's nutrition, that's sleep, it's it's habits. I'm I'm not a smoker, but you know, evaluating habits like drinking and smoking and and you know, tied to office life and business meetings. You know, how's the diet when when I have to have or when I have three business events in a week and figuring out how to how to, you know, do what needs to be done while not sacrificing those areas. So I do an evaluation of that. And then I just kind of reflect on, you know, life as a whole. You know, am am I doing what I was put on earth to do? Um and am I using my talents and stewarding my talents and the opportunities around me appropriately? Am I taking on too much? Do I need to challenge myself to take on more? When you have a business around you, are you challenging your team too much? Are we stretching ourselves too much? Uh, do we, you know, what capacity don't we have, which is going to lead into my next part. So I think that's, it's actually a good transition point because Capacity is one of the things I'm constantly evaluating internal to myself, but also internal to our team, along with, you know, culture, core values and, and purpose. And like, are we doing what we set out to start this business to do? And, and right now I can say that we are, we're not there yet. We probably won't ever be there. And now is probably a good time for me to mention the Matthew McConaughey video that I've shared before, but I'll put in the show notes and in my email this Friday, talking about chasing chasing your ten-year self. So that's that's the birthday review. I don't say that to to attract happy birthday attention, although I'm a Leo, so I guess some some degree of that maybe maybe in my DNA. I'm told the but I, I do it to that. I think I'm lucky to have my birthday where it falls. Maybe everybody feels that way. There were parts of it that I hated as a kid because we weren't in school and I couldn't bring in Dunkin' Donuts or cupcakes or whatever for my birthday because I wasn't in school. So I, I didn't like that part, but it's a great time of year to kind of reflect, reset, refresh, and and focus on the fall and kind of the back to school and 
finishing out the year strong. All right, this birthday's interns. Um, so I, I, I'm using the word capacity to transition to interns because I think we have a problem in our company. We have a problem in our industry, which is just-in-time talent. I've talked about it before. And how do you start creating a pipeline of talent? Well, you've got you've to always be recruiting, always be connecting, and always be training. So where does that start? It starts in our internship program. So we had a vision for an internship program probably five years ago. And now it's, I, I would say this is the year, first year we've had a more robust approach to it. We've had three interns and shout out to Asher, Sarah, and Molly. They've been doing a great job. And I haven't spent as much time with them as I would like. But the whole point of the intern program was to allow some of our other managers to start to lead and motivate and inspire and teach and mentor and hopefully get a little bit of a little bit of capacity, but also a little bit of challenge in growing themselves as having to delegate things out having to explain things, having to manage somebody else. And I think that the intern program really goes both ways in the development. One, we're bringing in young talent. I think they're mostly sophomores or or rising juniors. So we're bringing in young talent that may come be a part of our company two, three years from now. They may have friends that could become a part of our company two, three years from now, they may go back to their classes and have a little bit more application to what they're learning in the classroom. So, you know, the synthesis or the synapses fire differently when you've had a real world experience and you can take it back. And that's, that's the beauty of an internship program. So selfishly, it challenges, it brings in new energy. It brings in new ideas. And, and I think we have to do a better job of that, but I, I I will give a specific shout out to Asher. I had a great conversation with Asher about growing depth versus breadth of the company and the level of exp- expertise, the diversification of, of clients versus talent that we're seeking. It was such a great conversation. So shout out to, to Asher, Richie, and his father, David, who I know very well and, and probably has a lot to do with where Asher is in in that converse, in, in the ability to have that conversation and his his perspective and awareness as he's evaluating his future. So you get these new ideas. These these kids are in classrooms that are learning, you know, the the newest technology or the newest case studies of what's going out in the real world. And then they can come and ask us questions about, hey, I learned this in class. Does that apply here? And then they can learn from us what, what we have in our systems, processes, projects, and they can take that back to the classroom. So I think there's there's a lot of richness in an internship program. Like I said, it challenges our, our, our junior managers to manage and mentor and delegate. I think delegation is the hardest part of management. You don't want to micromanage, but you don't want to not manage. I think a lot of people confuse managing with micromanaging. So learning the ability to follow up on things and the the ability to ask, do you have any questions? And then being able to answer those questions, the ability to allow somebody to fail a little and struggle a little and then come back. 
all of this is great for everybody. If you're trying to have a growing, continuously improving organization. So that's our, our intern program. Again, shout out to Sarah, Molly, and Asher. We loved having them and, and we want to continue developing this program, <clears throat> which leads to my last point. So just-in-time talent at the, at the very junior level, we, we can start by bringing in interns, exposing them to our business, letting them get to know us because we're not Home Depot or Target or Google. We're not a name brand that, or Nike, we're not a name brand out there that, you know, quote, everybody would love to go work for them. So we have to teach them and market ourselves as, you know, what are we, what are we trying to do? And Hey, you're, you're getting exposed to this early on in our, our stage. We're a 20 year old company, but I think we are just starting to hit our, our growth trajectory. And, and I'm trying to bring people in that are, that are excited about being a part of creating that future. Inspiring People in Places is brought to you by MCFA. MCFA is a CVE verified, service disabled, veteran owned small business. At MCFA, our why is to inspire people in places through project leadership. We provide planning, strategy, program management, and construction management support services to a wide variety of public and private sector clients. Which leads to the next question or next topic, which is bringing in leaders. You can, you can develop leaders. You can, you can create a leadership development system, which we're working on. But at some point, you may hit capacity and you, you, can't, you can't bring it up through the organization. You may have to reach outside of the organization. And right now, that's what we're, we're getting ready to announce or we're announcing, I guess right here for the first time, is a PMCM lead, Director of Project Management, Construction Management. We're looking for a leader who eats, breathes, sleeps construction management, project management to, to help lead our, our practice area to continue to grow, yeah, in particular in the transportation and infrastructure space, but we do dabble in the federal defense construction management. We're more known in the federal defense area for project development, strategy, strategic planning, master planning. Um, we do some construction management in that area. We are growing a lot in the construction engineering inspection space, uh, program management, construction management for agencies uh, in the New York, New Jersey market, um, Port Authority, New York, New Jersey, Turnpike Authority. Uh, we're working for PSENG. We're working for New Jersey Transit, New York State Thruway Authority, Delaware River Port Authority. So we're probably looking for somebody in the New Jersey, New York market. That said, I say this all the time. We will know the core value alignment and the value contribution and the synergy between our platform and that person's experience, passions, background, network to, to bring this together. So we're, we're seeking a leader for that. Uh, again, that's director of project management, construction management. And we are looking for a leader of director of finance and, and kind of business, business office stuff that needs to be a strategic leader that understands finance, return on investment, decision-making analysis, helping to take profitability and how do we reinvest it into technology, talent, 
and I had a third T, you know, it's probably time because I'm people's time capacity that might be, that might be talent. I don't know, talent, technology, and something. Because as we build the company, we can't, we can't scale individual. We can't continue to pile on. And like I said a few weeks ago, what got us here won't get us there. So we're, we're recognizing now is the opportunity to not, not when we are hitting a plateau, but while we're on a trajectory up is the time to continue to invest in those leaders, those leaders that can help us create systems, improve systems, implement systems, those leaders that are going to bring new talent and new clients and new accounts, new relationships with them to help us to continue to grow. Those leaders that bring in the been there, done that experience slash expertise that can only be gotten through experiences. I go back to experience is not the best teacher. Evaluated experience is the best teacher, but leaders out there that have you know, tripped, fallen, stumbled, bruised their knees along the way of the, of this business. They they bring a lot of lessons learned, and those lessons learned get to improve an organization. So, we're really excited to announce these two positions. The job descriptions will be in our, if not in the show notes, will definitely be in my my weekly email this week. And with that, I'm I'm going to wrap it up. So. Appreciate everybody listening. We will have interviews. I, I just had a very rich interview yesterday that I'm I'm excited to to share. Got some uh, internal interviews with our our team talking with Matt Handel on marketing and Jesse Gemberling Johnson on our SkillBridge. They'll be coming out shortly. So excited to be in a a reflective position right now, taking a little bit of vacation time before. The school year starts here at the end of the month going into Labor Day and to hit the ground running to finish out one, the federal fiscal year and two, the calendar year over the next four months. So with that, appreciate everybody listening. If you get value out of this, please give it a share, send it to somebody who might, you know, maybe it's their birthday and it's time for them to reflect. Or most importantly, if you know somebody that you think, hey, really gotten to know this company through our email, through BJ's talking, or just you know our you know our company through interactions with our staff, and you think that you know somebody who is the right fit. That maybe maybe they're they've got a little bit of the entrepreneur in them that I was speaking about earlier, but they're they're you know they're a technician that grew up in the business, or or they're a great manager, but they've got an entrepreneurial spirit, and maybe they're maybe they're stuck in their career right now, and they they just need a they need a new a new scene and and have a spirit to go grow a spirit of curiosity not of not of i'm going to the perfect this perfect organization because believe me we are not but we are a well-intentioned growing continuously improving organization and we're looking for leaders that really share that spirit share a spirit of finding and helping our team get fulfillment in their jobs helping our our clients steward their projects better, in particular in project management, construction management, delivery. Somebody that shares our core values and somebody that's going to thrive and love being a part of the MCFA team. 
So with that, appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody sharing and, and networking on our behalf. And until next time, have a great week and a great weekend. Hey, everybody. If you're enjoying this show, do us a favor and subscribe to Inspiring People and Places on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast hosting platform. We'd also greatly appreciate if you left us a review and shared this with other entrepreneurial public servants and all your friends and family in the AEC space. Be sure to visit our website, www.mcfaglobal.com. Sign up for our newsletter to stay in touch with us and learn about all of the projects and clients we're helping. Last but not least, we are hiring. We are always hiring. Do us a favor. Take a look at what jobs we have open. Contact us through our website or connect with me on LinkedIn. Until next time, have a great rest of your week and a great weekend.